The 2015 European Youth Olympic Winter Festival is underway. The opening ceremony took place January 25th in Vorarlberg, Austria. The festival is scheduled to run through January 30th in Vorarlberg and Liechtenstein. This marks the first time that two countries will host the event. Sports on the program for the festival include alpine skiing, biathlon, cross-country skiing, figure skating, ice hockey, Nordic combined, ski jumping, and snowboarding. Joining us now is Pat Hickey, president of the European Olympic Committees. So thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, first, I wanted to ask, how is Vorarlberg doing as a host city so far? They are doing very, very well. Uh, it's a combination of Vorarlberg in Austria and Liechtenstein, and they are just across the border from each other, and they both are working extremely well together. The uh, conditions here for the operation of the games are perfect, and they Austria being a huge country of experience in winter sports, uh, they know exactly what they are doing, and they are a great assistance to their colleagues in Liechtenstein. And I know I mentioned this earlier, but this does mark the first time that two countries are hosting the event. Is there anything you wanted to add? I, this, is, this has been a pretty, I guess, a big moment for the EYOF. Absolutely, and it's a big moment for the Olympic movement because, as we all know, the new proposals of Agenda 2020 allows for more than one city within a country to host an Olympic Games, and in certain circumstances, even two countries to host an Olympic Games. So I think everybody will be watching how this one is working out. But I had meetings with uh, all of the parties concerned, and there was a great uh, team spirit between the two Olympic committees and all the government departments also cooperating and coordinating everything. So it proves that, of course, it's a much smaller event than an Olympic Games, but it proves that with the right will and attitude, uh, Agenda 2020 can do the same. And I know you've kind of touched on this so far, but how is the atmosphere at the festival and, and the weather overall? I know you um, have had to adjust the program for Nordic combined, is that correct? That's correct. Um, you're always at the Winter Games. You're at the mercy of the uh, human nature and the winter conditions. And the organizers have to be very flexible to be able to uh, change, uh, you know, with a very short notice. But everything now is contained. I had a report this morning that everything will be completed on time. Um, it's now, as I speak to you, it's snowing quite heavily, so there's no lack of snow. And uh, I think for the rest of the week, uh, we're keeping our fingers crossed for uh, a fine weather. And overall, it sounds like it's going very smoothly. Have there been any issues with security or organization, logistics, and all that? No, the beauty of these games is we keep them very simple and there's no elaborate security of any kind. Uh, it was extraordinary at the opening ceremony, we had the President of Austria, of the Republic of Austria, and we had His Royal Highness the Prince of Liechtenstein, and uh, you could hardly see a police officer, there was so little security. So everything is done in a real friendly, comradely way, and um, the, the the team reports we're getting from all the participants, they're all in different hotels, 
they're extremely happy with the accommodation, uh, with the food, with the transport. And another big success of our games is that because of the age group of the participants, uh, 14 to 17, uh, invariably their parents and aunties and uncles travel and they have filled up all the hotels in the valley, uh, turning up supporting their uh, kids in the events. And we have a really big surprise tomorrow, uh, not a surprise, we knew about it, but Prince Albert of Monaco, the IOC member, uh, his niece is competing in figure skating and he's arriving specially to cheer her on. As you know, he's a great Olympian himself and uh, this will cause great excitement at the event tomorrow. Now, a kind of a broad question for you. Why overall have a Winter European Youth Olympic Festival? We had we started off many years ago with a summer festival, and then there was a great demand to have a winter festival. And of course, you, uh, Europe is the home of winter sports. There are so many countries that can host this event because it's small and it's manageable. And invariably, it's held not in the big uh, skiing cities like, say, Innsbruck or Salzburg, but in small areas like Vorarlberg, which means that the whole community of that province gets involved, and they're very proud to have it in their uh, area. So it turned out to be a really great success, and now we have many cities vying for uh, to host the future ones. Is there any interest in making the event bigger? Not the winter one. At, at this winter one, we're very, very happy with the level it's at. We have uh, 1,000 athletes. We are under pressure to expand the summer one. The summer one this year will be held in July in Tbilisi, Georgia. And uh, many European federations or international federations whose sport is not on our program are pleading with us, can they be admitted to the program? But the dilemma we have then is if we make it too big, it's not manageable for the size level cities that we would like it to be in. So we set up a working committee to see about a rotation of sports and um, could we accommodate more. But we also have a system where we allow a host uh, city to bring in their own favorite sport. Uh, for example, in two years' time, we go to uh, Hungary, and kayak canoeing is a huge sport there, so that will be in that games. And we're very flexible in all that area. Also to add to that question, if you don't mind me asking, our European editor, Mark Bisson, wanted me to ask you if the EYOF's future is under any kind of threat. I know the IOC has plans for the Youth Olympics. Is is the EYOF under any kind of threat from those plans? Oh, none, none whatsoever. Um, in fact, uh, we're at the stage now we have requests from all over to expand it and, and make it bigger. And uh, whatever happens to the future of the YOG, the, the Youth Olympics, uh, it'll only enhance our, our event, and uh, we also have a great, great record of athletes who come through our youth games here in Europe, and winter and summer, go on to the Olympians and at the at the big Olympic games, and many of them have ended up medalists. So now it's a great breeding ground for this talent of youth, and 
of the age group now where kids are involved in sitting behind machines and computers and handy sets and all of this, it, it's, our job now is to encourage as much participation as possible with the youth of Europe. And speaking of participation, is Kosovo, the newest EOC member, sending a team? <clears throat> no, Kosovo are not represented here because they don't have any winter athletes or tradition at the moment. Um, the first outing they will have in the European family will be the European Games uh, in Baku, Azerbaijan next June. And they are also sending a, a team to the EYOF, this event of the summer edition in Tbilisi, Georgia. But what we are very happy about uh, at this event, we have the biggest participation ever. Uh, we have 45 nations. Uh, and the maximum before we had 43. So we've had a new entry from Portugal and a new entry from Cyprus, first time ever. And of course, you have to appreciate that many countries in Europe, uh, the land of sunshine, they don't have snow and mountains. So for us to get 45 of the 50 European countries, it's an extraordinary achievement. Very exciting. Lots more to come. Well, thank you again for speaking with me today. Again, that was Pat Hickey, president of the European Olympic Committees, who's in Vorarlberg and Liechtenstein this week for the 2015 Winter European Youth Olympic Festival. Be sure to check into Around the Rings online on Facebook and Twitter. This is Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening.